This is a podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. A new report from RNIB says more needs to be done by local councils when people present themselves as blind or partially sighted. The report called See and Plan is aimed at improving the waiting times some people are facing around the country. In some cases, people who contact their local social services for support don't receive anything for up to a year. RNIB says this isn't good enough. I spoke to Tara Chataway from RNIB Campaigns to find out more. Today we launch our new report, See and Plan. And in our report, we highlight that blind and partially sighted people are having to wait for unacceptable amounts of time to receive vision rehabilitation support. And also that people are not being referred on for vision rehabilitation support. And we are really, really concerned about this. So what we are calling for is that every person with a vision impairment who is in contact with their local authority should be seen and have a plan in place within 28 days of first contact with the local authority. So expand a little bit on that for us, if you can, Tara, um, just to explain to us exactly what it is you're looking for blind people to do and, and why. Okay, so what we, when, when we say see and plan, what we mean by that is that when a person contacts their local authority, we believe that they should be seen, so they have a face-to-face interview wherever possible, by somebody of the local authority, by somebody who's experienced and knowledgeable and competent in understanding the difficulties that are faced by blind or partially sighted people. And then they should also have a plan put in place within 28 days. And by this, it could be a plan that identifies the person needs vision rehabilitation support. So it might be mobility training. It might be lighting. It could be support with cooking skills. It could be being referred on for other care support. It could be being referred on to a local authority. But that this plan should be in place within 28 days. And then the individual should receive that support within 12 weeks, so they shouldn't be waiting. And the reason that we're calling for this is that we recently did a freedom of information request where we have found that many blind and partially sighted people are having to wait for a long time to actually receive their rehabilitation support. So when we did um, some, some research speaking to blind and partially sighted people, some people told us that they were waiting for six months or even over a year to receive support. And also what we found is that some local authorities, what will happen is that an individual will contact the local authority and then they're not being referred on to vision rehabilitation support. So, for example, one local authority told us that 88 people had been in contact with them over a six-month period of time, but only seven people were referred on to a rehabilitation support. And another local authority said that 251 people have been in contact with them and only four people were referred on for rehabilitation support. And we just think this is unacceptable and we think what needs to be in place is that if people have a proper assessment face-to-face and they're asked the right questions, then they can receive the right support. Because without the right vision rehabilitation support, we know from people that they've told us they be they are isolated in their own home they are not able, they might not have the skills and confidence to cook for themselves. They don't go out. They feel isolated. Some people give up work. And we just don't think that this is good enough. And, of course, we're talking here about people who are actually getting in touch with their local authority. They might be uh, registering as blind or partially sighted or trying to, um, who are yeah. not getting this kind of support. And, as you say, up to a year in some cases, people 
are not being seen, which is not good at all. One question, though, Tara, you know, in this austerity age that we are living through, mm-hmm. um, is it perhaps a little unfair to ask local authorities to, to commit to something like this, considering the level of cuts we're seeing to social care across the country? Yeah, we we absolutely appreciate that local authorities are under a lot of strain at the moment. But what we do believe is that by providing the right support at the right time, it means that people aren't needing more expensive care support in the future. And it can also mean that people are able to engage in their community and to do to do the things that they want to do. And actually that has a cost benefit and a social benefit. And so it's so important. So RNIB, along with other charities across the country, are doing work to try and increase funding into social care. But we really believe that this is a priority and that it makes sense to invest into this support and and to do it now. And we are concerned that there has been a trend over the the last five years in a decline in funding into rehabilitation support. And we just think that has to stop now and we need to look properly at what vision rehabilitation support is provided and to make sure that it's fit for purpose and that people are receiving this vital support. And it is really important support. If somebody has lost their sight and then they're just left at home with no information, advice, support, guidance without the right aids and adaptations and mobility training, then, then people are left on their own. And, and, and that does have a, as I said, that has a cost later on for people needing more expensive social care support. So we think this makes sense to do this now. So what you're suggesting is that it would actually save money and potentially time down the line for social workers to be involved as early as possible uh, to to help people along. And it might be, as you say, in terms of mobility, rehabilitation Mm -hmm. uh, skills. Uh, It might be daily living skills, you know, just how to make a cup of coffee when you're losing your sight or a cup of tea. You know, these are things that really matter. Yeah, how to cook without burning yourself, Mm -hmm. how to identify any trip hazards in your home, so having the right lighting and the right aids and adaptations and equipment in the home can help prevent falls. But also what's really important is that the CARE Act, which is the new piece of legislation, identifies the importance of rehabilitation support for blind and partially sighted people. So we do have something. There is a duty for local authorities to make sure that they are providing services that prevent or reduce or delay future care needs. So there is a duty for local authorities to do this and we think that this way by making sure that everybody's seen and has a plan within 28 days will mean that people receiving the support in a timely manner when they need it, the right support at the right time. It's also really important. It's also about receiving you know that kind of service we've talked about but also additional support uh, and signposting to services that may interest that person that may not know um, they exist. Like, I mean, let's take this, for example, Insight Radio. You know, here's one. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, even that, you know, that resource that's available or the RNIB helpline or all of these things that are available currently that people may just not know about. That's right. And that's why we we say that that to, to be seen, to have a plan, a plan could include having rehab, a vision rehabilitation support in place, mobility training, um, a home assessment, etc. It could be care support, but it could be referring people on to other services and other information and, and advice. But we think that there needs to be something in place that 
that a person has had a proper assessment and then they referred on to other support that's out there and, and notified of organisations such as RNIB and local societies and, and other things that are out there. So it's about making sure people have the right information and advice, but also the right support and training early on at the right time. A support plan might also identify that a person might not need mobility training at that moment, but it could be that they need it sort of maybe three months or six months, they need another assessment. So a plan can pick up on that. And we, so we think that it's really, really important that if people have the right assessment at the right time, then they can receive the right support that they need. Now, RNIB have published this today. Um, have you already spoken to in advance of this launch any local authorities? And if you have, what kind of response have you got? So the reason that we have selected the 28 days is because we think that is achievable and we know some local authorities are already aspiring to work within that 28 days. So we know that it is achievable. Um, What we will be doing is that we wrote to all of the local authorities to ask them for some information about waiting times, etc., and whether or not they they have this this system in place. And we'll be doing some more in-depth um, looking at that information and we'll be in contact with the local authorities that we are um, concerned about that, that particularly so as I said before those that are only had eight people assessed for rehabilitation over the last six months so we will be doing some further work uh, over this over the next 6, 12, 18 months and we will be talking to local authorities but this is something this CM plan is something that we've talked to other Um, organisations that work in the vision impairment sector as well, and they all agree that this is a really reasonable thing to be asking local authorities to do. You want blind and partially sighted people involved, as you said. Uh, What should they do? Where should they go for more information? Okay, so for more information about um, the campaign, you can um, visit the um, RNIB campaign's uh, webpage, which is rnib.org.uk forward slash campaigns, and that'll have all of the information about social care. Or you can contact our campaign's hotline on 020-7391-2123. Tara Chassaway from RNIB, thank you for joining me on Insight. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to this podcast from RNIB's Insight Radio. For more podcasts, check out insightradio.co.uk.